We like to thank. We like to thank the turtle people for the land we've been on today. Welcome back to the Couch Commentator, the rugby league podcast where we bring you all this week's rugby league goss. I'm Jake Thomas, and I'm joined as always by my co-host and fellow Broncos supporter, Greg Geese. What up, Greg? What up, Jake? We're in it to win it. Come on. Yes, that's right. Damn straight. Brisbane Broncos, we made it to the grand final. Episode 89. Believe it. We're going to the grand final. Yeah, we are. Broncos are going, and so are we. Yeah. yeah. We foresaw this in our crystal ball or our television, uh, and we realized that Broncos are, are going to be there. We just had yeah. so much belief, did we not? That we, we did, we did, and it was based <laughs> quite on early some, some pretty good, uh, <laughs> a pretty good bank of knowledge there. You know, throughout the year, they really showed a consistency matched only by their opponent in the Panthers. So, I I really think you could have seen this happening a long way away. You know, these two teams have by far been the best. Uh, they have the most star power across the field. It is shaping up to be an epic grand final. Mm, absolutely it feels like a bit of a fairy tale but i guess we kind of broke some hearts along the way uh particularly the was uh i got enough the that... was walking across yeah. the road the other day Did in my you... broncos shirt after the win the <laughs> oh. ladies uh, so threw my car up the was <laughs> that's give it, it a chuckle I loved it. They know the spirit lives on and and we totally support it's the warriors movement. but we it's also want to win it is big time. What a movement it's been. I mean, uh, actually, it got pointed out on another podcast, and I'll and give credit where credit's due. It certainly wasn't us. But uh, Up the Waz, it's totally overshadowed um, Up the Fins. No, oh, <laughs> Fins Up. Fins That's up. What it's you, called. You've forgotten what I've it forgotten is. It completely. <laughs> it's completely overshadowed. Yeah, Fins Up, forgotten. It's a yeah. distant memory until yeah. they score some tries next year. Greg, in this episode, we're going to talk about, obviously, the two games that were played, the Broncos game, and we oh, won. We did. And later on, if we have if we have time, we'll talk about Panthers Storm. Yeah, we'll, I guess But so. we probably will have time. Day one. We definitely will, actually. Yeah. But scary. fair bit of Broncos chat up top where we'll talk about the game and our, our grand final hopes and dreams. And yeah. It, that's what the show, whole show is going to be about, Greg. So um, let's get into it. Uh, obviously, stick around to the end to hear our distractions, what we've been up to other than footy. But seriously, it's just been all footy, right? It's just like, going to be you this. thought about anything else? Have you done anything else? Really? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Episode 89. We're going to the grand final. One, two, three, for the mighty Broncos, the mighty Broncos. It's time for Broncos chat. Bah, 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 bah. It's time for Broncos chat. Woo-hoo. We're going to the grand final. Yeah, we're going to the grand final, Jake. And you know who saw this? We did. Ages Absolutely. out. And you got to put your hands up in the air for it. It is a brilliant performance that we did see coming. And, and I think... It's just magnificent to be here. We're going to the grand final. Oh, God. Yeah, it's real. It's real life, and I'm loving it. I love that this is real life. It's I love real this. life. This is it's where we've happening. ended up. Yeah. Too cool. Too cool. So great for this side. Like, this side has was down in the dumps only Mate, three, three ago. years ago. Wooden spooners. And I said we would never, ever get Wooden Spoon. I cannot mm. believe that we did. I thought we were way too big of a club for it to ever be possible. And we just had to eat humble pie. And it has created what we you see now, a team that's hungry, yeah. that's young, that's really desperate for success. And that's what I hope mm. drives them home, you know, just that desperation. I understand that the Panthers are going to be desperate. They are good side but they won't be as desperate as us you know they they've already got two comps that desire can't last forever so eventually it will fall away and you just have to be there playing the best on the day to do it and and to snatch it from them and i really 
truly believe we can do that. I hope we can snatch it. If we're the best on the day, then then we can beat them. If we, so if we bring our best game, then absolutely, I think we can beat yeah. them. And that's been everyone's sentiment. Everyone out there has now completely changed their tune to if Broncos can be fast and have Reese Walsh firing out of a cannon and have the forwards offloading and doing their job, then yes, that can worry Panthers and they can win. So everyone's changed their tune, which I'm loving. Um, but, um, you know, Greg, we started this podcast, uh, I think, a couple of years, like two years, a year and a half ago now. Two years ago, and the doldrums. Two years ago, doldrums. And we weren't doing great at that we, time. We were and not we, doing you, great. You still wanted to reach out and talk about Broncos and football. So we started this thing as a, cath- a cathartic way to um, to just get some things off your Express chest. Express my emotions. Yeah, <laughs> things weren't going well, were they? Stop bothering so, my wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put on, go start a bloody podcast and stop talking to me. <laughs> so it's like here we are now in like 2023, year and two years later, and from when we started, and three years from when we were wooden spooners, and yeah, it's it's really great to reflect on where where we've all come from. So. I agree. Now we just get to talk about how good Broncos are for this whole episode. <laughs> that's all right. Look, that's probably um, my my favorite part, Jake, is that we did, you know, we did take it up when it was at its roughest because I just think that that's what it is to be a Brisbane Bronco. You know, it's about loving your team no matter what. So it it kind of is a blessing in disguise to go all the way to the bottom to see who is still there and who wants to come back up to the top. Cause you knew we would, you know, we knew we were a powerhouse club. We just had to get it right. Both, you know, in the front office and on the pitch and the signings that they've made have been huge in, in changing our fortunes, you know, two spine members in Adam Reynolds and, um, Reese Walsh and to think that yeah. they weren't there, you know, only two years ago, that's crazy. Cause they just feel like they're part of who we are, you know, they're, they're part of who Brisbane Broncos are. So uh, I think it's a, a true testament to what they've created there because they all seem like they've been there forever. Yeah, they've definitely Reno in particular, like he, uh, Born to be feels a like it's his new home. Absolutely. Yeah, lovely. Now feels like he can play on even longer, and hopefully we have him for an extra year than we thought we did. So that's that's fantastic. Yeah, I love that. And you really Reece, do. As, you, as you said too. I mean, thank you so much, Warriors, for <laughs> designing that weird so much contract floor, like uh, <laughs> contract piece where they could you could pretty much only come to Broncos. <laughs> It was like, it, it, you look back on it now and that's the, that's one of the, that's like, that was the other piece of the puzzle as you've, as you've nailed it, Greg. With Absolute gift. And, yep. And, uh, and Reese, it's like, he wouldn't play anywhere else. They're saying he could go 1.3 on the open market. I mean, that's after playing, like he's been like around for a couple of years, but that's after having one breakout season, all of a sudden he's worth 1.3. I mean, it's been fantastic been a fantastic season it really but has we been uh, one of the all-timers like one of the all-timers for him and for a fullback just for a fullback and, uh, just for a player to yeah. to have exploded the way he did everyone knew he was good but nobody knew he was this great you know everyone's already talking in parallels to billy slater and that's rarefied air so to think that that's just happened over the course of a season, you know, we've only just scratched the surface. You only saw that the other night, right? Where he just showed so much footy IQ and then this whole idea that he doesn't carry his divots with him where he throws mm. that intercept pass and everyone's like head in their hands, except for Reese Walsh, who's already moved on to the next play. Bank to that knowledge. Next time he gets a shot on that left-hand edge, instead of going the long ball, he goes the short ball and Herbie Farmer's through and we score and, you know, we're, we're away again. He is the smartest mm. man on the field for such a young fella. You know, you've got Reno, the the key, and the smartest man in general. Uh, but Reese Walsh, geez, he's got high footy IQ. Yeah, definitely. I think if he can just... 
be also continue to be that leader that we need and and Adam Reynolds as well can stick around a bit longer, then that might be where the change changing of guard occurs. But probably some experience needs to be inserted in there for that for that gap to be bridged. But we Kev really Lushen. can't yeah, we really can't overlook right. the importance of <laughs> Kevy Walters, you know. He understands more than anyone what it is to be a Brisbane Bronco and the way that he speaks about our club it makes me so passionate uh, of a supporter for him. I just I love him to death. It's incredible what he has done to turn around not only his own fortunes but the fortunes of an entire club. You know, he was really up against it there for a while and he didn't have much opportunity after being given a team that came last and they basically just said, win straight away, win. Mm. And he didn't yeah. do all that well in that first year, but there were building blocks in place and every year after that. So to see where he has brought them to now it is a, a true testament to the person he is and, and the coach he is. It's incredible. The turnaround. And I, I think mm. that you'd have to say that he's one of the main drivers. And in the uh, post-match the other night, he was really just underlining the fact that he believes that the part when the success started was when he met Adam Reynolds and his family and he just had that connection with him and he knew that he was the man for the job. Love it. It's just Mm -hmm. amazing to think that that happened for us and that the synergy between those two coming together, you can imagine what it would have been like, you know, just, okay, yep, this is meant to be. And I I think a lot of that synergy is what gives me hope for this grand final, you know, because they're all just on the same page. They're all so well connected. And for a young group that is so powerful and uh, athletic and, and just supremely gifted in footy talents it is such a, a great recipe for success. Throwing that forward pack, fuck, you know, there's no reason we can't win the grand final. We won't give him one, will we? No way. We give him any. Hey, should we talk about the game that was played? Yeah, we definitely Warriors? should. We definitely should. The, and the very frantic final. It really highlights um, the importance of just a full squad mentality, you know, because I really think that there were so many players on that field that were just brilliant you know, highlighted by none other than Kevin's son, Billy Walters, you know, calls for mm-hmm. him to be axed all over the place. I, I've heard it from multiple yep. people yep. who are fans of the Broncos have texted me and they're like, get rid of Kevy, uh, get rid of um, Billy. Billy. And I'm like, no, there's no reason. He hasn't given you a reason to say that. And he continues to get better and better and better. And now he's up there with the truly elite hookers of the competition at the moment. You know, the way he probes and has got engaged uh, in, in that defensive line and he pulls off all his defensive work as well without that many missed tackles. So he is just doing it brilliantly. Um, ably assisted by smoothie off the bench obviously but he is still scoring tries out there and it's just from his brilliance to spot the opportunity oh, two lovely tries and you and both of them were opportunities well spotted the first one he just you know <laughs> took it from the took it from the dummy half and barreled over and why not work you know that the was after those forwards isn't it? Um, DWZ. Just won't say his that last name. Uh, thank you, Greg. He scored two tries. Um, his first try that he scored, um, was a bit, you know, unexpected. And so, a bit of weak defense there that the Broncos are obviously going to be looking at this week. It was a good play, though, but too. The, you know, before, it, it, it was just Sean, Sean Johnson, beautiful, silky hands. Uh, and with Tenny has been finishing those off all year. So it didn't surprise me, but I did sort of have my head in my hands there for a while, but it quickly turned around when I thought, look, we're not going to win to nil. You know, if we're on zero, we're not going to win. So we needed tries and and we just started to bank them. As soon as we started to get our tails up and the way that we got the opportunity to attack, I just knew we were going to win. You know, it never looked like we weren't going to win. Yeah, well, after that, like our forwards were just steaming forward. Just like steam, we were just like, okay, here, this is what we them. do. 
just do what we do. We're going to score some points. Paddy Carrigan was enormous. Billy Walters goes over that try. But his second try, can we just really just talk about Billy Walters' second try for a second? Um, It was amazing, and the highlight continues on and on. You'd think it was the Reese Reese Walsh scored the try because it's all about him. But uh, (laughs) it comes off a Tom Flegler offload. We'll get to the offloads in a second. <laughs> but um, it comes off a Tom Flegler offload. Billy Walters is there around the ruck waiting for it, palms it off to Ezra Mam quite quickly. Ezra Mam just finds his little spot, squares up Sean Johnson, and then just passes it to a barnstorming Reese Walsh, who is like fucking lightning. I don't think I've ever seen him move that fast on the field. It's like and a then fighter he's- jet. And then who was backing up? Billy Walters. <laughs> Billy Walters through the middle <laughs> of the field. For the try. So guys that back up like that in those incredible, um, like, you know, line break positions that you can get yourself in, those attacking yeah. positions, the guys that are backing up, they're always going to be like, they're part of your team. They're like so important to your team. Crucial. The ones, you know, following up through the ball for sure. And mm. uh, you have to look at just, that perfect seven from seven from Adam Reynolds too is just such a great uh, final for him. The, his kicking game was a, was a, immense, and the way that Reece, he just, moved uh, just took around the, the field. One. But the his his um perfect kicking game, oh, I did too. But the the way <laughs> that um Adam just nails it from every part of the field, it's so crucial to turn four into six. So that, again, is something that's really going to help us come grand final day. Just got like a team full of superstars, Greg. Like these guys. Team full of superstars. At their best. And a superstar team. Absolutely. We're incredible. (laughs) Jesus, they're like, stop tooting your horn. Or you're Broncos supporters and you're like, give me more. Okay, I'll give you more. Give me more. Through through the episode, you'll get more. (laughs) Okay, let's put our hand up right now and say of of course that was a forward pass oh yeah no doubt but mate it was a mile forward it would have been uh, the ref not didn't out of call it over in america and that's not that's not bronco's fault so of course you keep on running and you take the try right of course you do you got to play it to the whistle and also we never we didn't win by four or six you know we won by bloody 30 at that stage we were 12 in front and it took it to 18 and I understand it probably put the the um death knell into the warriors there but sure what you do then to make sure that you can actually use that as a factor is don't let them score from then on in, you know, use that as your driving factor to say, well, you know, we've been hard yeah, done you've by You've got here. to overcome. Let's turn, let's right? turn this adversity instead. Mm-hmm. You know, we just opened them up. Um, Andrew Webster didn't use it as an excuse. And I thought it was just really a footnote on the game. I thought it was something that you probably would have brought up as a supporter, but you then would have said, yeah, I, but I don't have an argument because we lost by 30, you know, I'll, that, mm-hmm. that was my opinion anyway. Uh, too true. If the kicking had been more on point, the game would have been a lot closer and it would have felt... Would have been six perhaps, points at that stage and then yeah. the, to 12 points, absolutely, you know, but mm. but it wasn't. You know, we were in front by 12. And that, yes, that the reality been, is... only scored 12 points on that happened. stage. No. Yeah. And by then, you'd kind of seen, you know, the tries were off... The tries that Warriors scored were really off the mis- back of mistakes that Broncos made is it wasn't really their attacking prowess that was getting him the points. Um, and then, yeah, it kind of looked like we were on top for the majority of the game, even when we were behind in certain stages. So yeah, no doubt. Um, look, uh, <laughs> not many to bash the Warriors. They've been incredible. This has been incredible. the most successful season they've had for ever or a very long time. <laughs> For a very long they time. They made the finals managed, one time. They, they made, made a grand, grand final. final. Yeah, yeah. And Stacey they, James made a grand storm, final. Storm beat them, didn't they? Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, it was an incredible year and, you know, nothing can stop them if they they believe like they have this year. That's the main thing they've got is just that belief in what they are doing and that comes from the coach. So, yeah, Andrew Webster, true candidate, um, for coach of the year, but I, I think it should be Kevy. Kevy's got the hardest job in rugby league and, and he's done it amazingly. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. That was raised on um, some other media that I watched today saying that being the coach at 
and Brisbane at the Broncos has just a compounding effect. It's just a lot harder. Like you can do all these things. You can bring players together like Andrew Webster did. You can be in line for a three-peat um, fourth grand final you've played, fourth consecutive grand final you've played like Ivan Cleary. But, um, yeah, I'd say Kevy all the way. I mean, duh, Broncos duh. supporter. But, but the reason is that it's, it's a lot harder. All eyes on you, as they say. All eyes on us. Um, lots of offloads in the game and uh, just pretty much denied by Kevy and Andrew Reynolds in the post-match. They're like, offloads? Adam. What offloads? We don't do offloads. Adam Reynolds. <laughs> Andrew's oh, brother. Um... <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I love it. A lot um, of offloads. And I, I can lots see Lots of how... offloads that I they can... didn't want to talk about. I can see how they, they wanted to sort of sweep it under the carpet, but... Uh, I, I think it was clearly a tactic, but that only comes to when your arms get free. So the Penrith Panthers will defend a lot better than what the Warriors did. They get numbers in the tackles. Mm. Their line speed yep, is ridiculous. They, they have, will have that through the entire game. So that is what it's all about. It's about our forwards just trying to dominate the ruck. Uh, I think we're big enough, strong enough, athletic enough to to turn that Um Hopefully we can, you know, use that to our advantage and get some second phase going because the pace that we move the ball and and obviously the pace in Reese Walsh coming around the back of some second phase that could really do some damage. That's what I want to see. Oh god damn it! Yes, please. Uh, we're going to talk a bit more about the grand final and how we think it's all going to go down. But uh, I suppose do we give um, the other games some? Some time, Greg. Yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a minute. Say our time. All right, let's do that. Only two games played. There must oh, be finals week three. Crazy. Uh the other game, of course, was Panthers uh tallying up the storm. Yeah, non-event, <laughs> move on. <laughs> oh no, look, it was they really a, had their number, the didn't they? Bath. Yeah, like from the word go. Absolutely, that that line yeah, speed yeah. and the aggression that we we talk about. You know, James Fisher, Harrison, Moses Leota, uh, Isaiah Yo, their full pack just dominated theirs. You know, they mm. were a dead set. Then they got called out to be a pop gun full pack through the week, and I thought we were going to see some fireworks. I mean, we barely saw anything. We had a, a little a, bit early on, and then a red hot Nelson. Uh, yeah, nice. And then he got sent. Oh well, uh, sorry, to get sent his off. Mind a little um, bit. He should have got sent he, to the bin. It was late, <laughs> got but because it was off. just a push, uh, he didn't didn't was, go. Yeah. But it was just, mm. it was pathetic. If you are going to go for someone, mate, go after him. But yeah, I just thought it was uh, clear. He's always going to come under fire, isn't he? Exactly. I thought it was a bit of a he weak copped look, a look for head him. knock. Yeah, he did cop a head knock, but I don't think it was big enough to warrant a HIA. He'd only made two mm. tackles before halftime, Jake. Like, that is just ridiculous. I, know I heard another crazy stat, Greg. But seriously, mate, like the guy could have played in a dinner suit. I just don't get it. Yeah, and that's it. Keep him keep him more fit. Well, I guess <laughs> up until then, he was in a dinner suit, but yeah, he really copped that head knock and he was he went down and had some, had some claret coming out and had to get wrapped up and... But that wasn't even Sinbind either. Oh, I don't understand what was going on with all that interchange. No, no one's really talking about that, though. Non-story. Non-story. Because maybe maybe we should not talk about it, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So just go, everybody. Hey. Run to oh, three tries. So Brisbane will be looking to shut that down. Oh, I guess mate. you just don't let the try get to him. Uh, let the ball get to him, right? And <laughs> I guess the, the fact that he that storm is hitting that form. every time he he scored. Oh, man, they did. But <laughs> he is hitting form at the right time again. You know that they, they mm. really do know how to prep these guys for a really long season. They've done it yeah. for four years now. Like that is fucking ridiculous. Yep. It is mm. unbelievable that you can have a team up for this long. You know, they every time it was a big game, their big game players come to yeah, play. It's crazy. Brian Totter, yeah, again, was enormous. You know, it's not just the mm. tries that he scores. It's the meters from the back. He makes it so easy for their forwards just to do the tackling, you know. So they, they make him do all that Such work. Such an important player, isn't he? With that 
line speed, you know, always up, back, up, back in a line perfectly. They do it religiously. It's freaky to watch. Just bomb to Taruva every time? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like the the answer isn't over that that side of the fence. The answer's on your side of the fence. Where we can win it is from what we do well. If Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan, I I think that's what will happen. Adam Reynolds and Reese Walsh have the best game of their career, we'll win. You know, it's really that they'll just stick to their game and go try and do what they want to do. They won't be thinking about like what the Panthers are going to do. Because, well, Panthers are so consistent, right? They're robots. Actually, I thought of this before, you know, like they're not really good in the wet. And that's because they're robots. They're circuits. They go all <laughs> malfunctioned and stuff. <laughs> so I know it's probably not going to rain, but uh, shit, a little bit of not. rain. No, I don't want rain. No, we don't want, want rain. No, we, we want, want fast, we want fast track, track as well. We want a fast exactly. track. We, we don't want it Agreed. to get into a grind because that will, will ruin what we're trying to do. Um, yeah, oh, look, the field will be destroyed if it's raining too because there's two games played before it. Ice skating rink <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, exactly. But look, it was, yeah, it was incredible. Back to this uh, game. Yes. The the storm were just ordinary. Mm. I thought, um, plenty of drop ball from them, forward passes. Drop ball, giving penalties out to, to out of yardage yeah. sets, you know, too yeah. many really poor unstorm like errors. And it, it was indicative of their season. You know, Craig Bellamy mm. said it and I completely agree. It was just a really inconsistent season. One week they would be amazing mm-hmm. and they would win so brilliantly. And the next week they'd look like absolute garbage. And and Cam Smith, Cam Munster, sorry, was barely getting his hands on the ball. Cam Smith definitely yep. wasn't. Um, it, it really he play anymore, Greg. was an up and down season. I know, I know his retirement was, uh, you know, a shock. And it Didn't really. really tell anybody. It doesn't come as a surprise to me that that's just the yo-yo that they finished out on was the yeah, down sure. part. You cannot play that yeah. kind of game yeah. against the Penrith Panthers and expect to come out the other side with a win. Um, and, you know, that, Justin Olam goes out for that try. Well. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, Justin Olam, that try, he um, kind of found a little hole there, maybe a potential um, chink in the chain, but. Possibly, you know, Isaac Tumwell coming back from a pec injury. It could be a little link in the defensive line you want to exploit. But like I said, if that comes up, you don't need to focus on them. But it's not about that. um, Same with Jerome Luai, really. Like he proved, apart from obviously having a needle at halftime and then only playing 20 minutes of the second half, he he definitely didn't hold him out there for the entire minutes for us. Yeah, yeah. He got through it. He did the job, and he'll be better next week. And you probably don't think too much about run at him, test him, because no. that should be part of the plan already. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, running at the halves is is part of the plan. Surely, we just again we need to have that, um, that forward battle. If we win it, we will we will win. Oh, I thought of that stat before. Heard it earlier. Oh yeah. There was not a mistake in this game from the Panthers until the 60th minute. Yuck. <laughs> yeah. So gross. Broncos play make, yes, don't, don't play their game, again. but also don't make any mistakes cuz oh, um, gosh, yeah. I mean if they make a mistake, Greg, when we're oh, there, make we'll, pay we'll cheering the shit out of that one. Oh, no, if Panthers make a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> cuz we know that'll be special. Yeah, it'll all be special as long as we win. Otherwise, it'll be terrible. Yes. Be disappointing. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I'll be fearing for our lives. Mm. Uh, actually, Panthers mm. fans are dangerous, aren't they? Could be. Could be. <laughs> I think the um, the Islander ones are friendly. If I, you know, if I'm going to be all stereotypical and stuff. Well, I got a, I got a child. I'm trying not to be. I got a child. So. You do have a child. We could hold the child up. That's right. We'll just I'm pretty small too. She's tough. I, could, ass. I might. I might be able to. I might be able to pass as a child. Throw my wife at one part of them, you know, <laughs> and then grab yes. Mackenzie and we yes. use her at the other part. Boom, 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 boom. So. Like that. Like that video where the plan. guy just runs away from the tidal wave and he just leaves his family. Oh, imagine! <laughs> I just couldn't. My heart hurt even hearing that. Wow. I don't think it, I think it's from a movie. Or something. Obviously, yeah. 
<laughs> all righty so um that's that's that that's that that's game that. finish this let's talk about it next week or this week rather the, the game to come the grand final Oh my God, we're going to the grand final, Greg. Oh, I can't and, believe it. Uh, we've said it well, many times this episode, but it's the title. So we kind no, of I'm just in shock. I'm uh, the pure elation. You can hear it in my voice. I've been on cloud yeah. nine since, and I realized that it's only one step, you know, but you've got to get there first. And to think that five weeks ago, we bought these tickets just on a hope and a prayer that we would be there. Um, I'm really stoked that we are going to be there on the big day. It, it helps the week just be more exciting. Uh, taking Mackenzie there and walking around on some of the fan day stuff yeah. will absolutely be a pleasure. It's very special to be at these kind of events and for you to be there with your team is is even more special well this will be my first time i'm a virgin grand finalist right and uh but i'm pretty fortunate to know that i'll have you there to lead me around um i have been to the stadium before but that was back at the 2000 sydney olympics wow Jake. Um, so it looks a bit a different veteran now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so not a so not a virgin to the stadium, but just no. to grand final games. <laughs> I'm a old I'm a been around the block of that stadium, don't you worry. I bet you have. Um, I, I sat up on those parts that they got rid of that they had to they knocked down. Oh, I was there up there. You go. Oh, mate. Yeah. So you got lasted parts of the stadium. That's right. But yeah, off to a core stadium and uh, really looking forward to going, uh, especially with you. And I suppose like we should probably just like just post videos nonstop on the day. We'll just, we'll just post, we'll just like do some live stuff. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll just take some videos and just post them straight away. Like yep. we, we won't edit anything or anything. No. like we'll just, we'll just do stuff like that. So yeah. I can't wait. That'll be really fun. We never <sighs> add a game with each other either. No. <laughs> so that's another good thing about it. I know. Yeah. Uh, it, it's so, it's yeah. so exciting on, on a number <laughs> of levels, you know, l not least of which obviously is this just tantalizing matchup. You have basically two superstar superpower teams, right? Like there's so many superstars individually in both sides, but as a team collectively, you've got this this juggernaut that is Penrith Panthers that uh, everyone keeps talking as potentially the best ever, and then this young up and coming mm. um, Broncos side that is just the talk of the town. You know, quite literally the talk of this town. But everyone's talking about them. It's rare that you hear Sydney siders talk up a Brisbane Broncos side, but the power. Um, the athleticism and mm. how fast everything about this Broncos side is exciting for a number of um, impartials as well. So they're even calling us the people's team, Jake. Maybe it's just Ooh, me like saying that. that. <laughs> I think it might be. I think both of us have just been saying that. That's what you're talking about when you say they're Vin. <laughs> <laughs> then it checks out. Look, yeah. If you, um, Look, most people who don't reside in Sydney don't like don't like Sydney, and it's not like the it's not a people thing. It's like clubs, like it's 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 a, generally a sport thing. It's generally a state thing. It's it's stuff like that. So, if you're outside of Sydney, you're probably going for Broncos. Well, we'll see, and we will <laughs> see, Jake, because we will actually be there, and I I can't wait to hook up, mate. Very very excited. Bring on grand final. Get excited, couchies, and get excited, Broncos supporters. Uh, we'll be there, so um, come find us. Seats, um, uh, I don't know what our seats are. <laughs> not telling you. <laughs> not, not telling you. See you Don't at the be bar. stressed. Distractions, distractions, but commitments. Scooby doo be doo be doo be doo. Scooby doo be doo. Well, uh, 
I forgot to talk about we we forgot to talk about the Deli M's and I thought, oh Greg, sure we'll talk about Deli M's and distractions. And you're like, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it's such <laughs> such a footnote on the season. Just get it done whenever. Tell us who won and uh let us know if it actually changes anything. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm a bit gutted that Reese Walsh, because he got suspended for calling the ref for F and C. Um, that he's he, ineligible. He, he's the ineligible. best and the fairest. Yes, yes. I oh, best and fairest. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Well, he's got some lessons to learn. Maybe he can. I mean, he was the best fullback of the year, though. Right? Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Pretty close to the definitely. best player all year. Honestly, he he would have stolen a lot of votes, but Adam Reynolds would have pinched a fair few off back off him, and so would Payne, Payne and so Pat Carrigan. So I'd suggest that he probably. Uh, wouldn't have won it anyway. Hmm. Maybe Sean Johnson wins, and that's. Um, I reckon he does. I reckon nice, nice for him and nice yeah. for the Warriors. I reckon it's Sean Johnson by landslide. Just the way that he went about some of the games and the 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 points that he would have garnered. So I, I just can't see how anyone else would have won it. Anyway, Looks like we'll, our boys we'll might score. Might. might take a couple of positions away. A oh, wing here, awesome. a center there. Obviously, yep. Payne Haas needs to. Get oh. um, forward. Yeah, has to be Proper forward. Yeah, yeah. If it's not um, James Fisher Harris, then it's probably him. So mm, exactly. So yeah. Look, you know, yeah, maybe a bit of a farce, maybe a bit of nothing. But no, nah, it's... it's not a farce. Like I get it, and you have to find out. You know, you decide who the best player of the year was, and I know there's prestige along with it. But I, you know, I'm just not going to sit there and watch it. Just tell me how it ends up. Like it's not. That's not riveting viewing for me. Well, no, no. It's good to watch on social media later. You get all the highlights, right? Yeah, cool. All right, I'm down for some like three-minute highlights, but otherwise just, yeah, tell me who won. Um, Sean Johnson. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, okay, cool. Greg, your distractions. Good, sir. Uh, look, Would you do uh, me the honour? My focus really has been on the grand final. <laughs> I haven't had too much to think about other than Fair that. Fair enough. But there yep. has been obviously the uh, AFL uh, grand final about to pop up as well. And none other than the Brisbane Lions will be content- contending mm. it. So that's exciting. Um, I've been watching. They beat Carlton. Yes. Yep. To take the spot. I've been Post watching game. their finals run. Post games all around. And it, the, the game that they played was just a really um, impressive performance from a team that was down early, you know, they were 31 to one down and it really yeah. looked like that they might get upset, you know, at, on their home patch and it was going to be an all Melbourne grand final, but they just turned it around and, and all their superstars came out to play, you know, Joe Danaher, Charlie Cameron, Eric Hipwood, all the front three kicked goals. Um, they were, yeah, really good. They turned it all around and, and now they're in a the grand final. So same week we are at Batuta Advocate mm. probably said it best. <laughs> I just read this thing that um, <laughs> Alana's brother sent to me. Uh, Brisbane Lions fans bond with Broncos fan about how the rest of Australia can yeah. suck their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds and look, about let's right. hope they actually can on Monday next week as well. So I, um, know that both of us have won their grand final. That is when we can really say they can suck our dicks, Jake, because right now making a grand final is, yeah, awesome, but... It doesn't get you a dick really sucking, does it? doesn't get your dick sucked, no. <laughs> you, you've got to win it to get your dick sucked. So I'm really hopeful we can. Oh, goodness. Yep. Um, I've really, yeah, not been doing too much. I, I made a bit of IKEA furniture today because I'm on holidays. <laughs> Did you outdoor furniture Did you for your party, Jake? Actually, it's going to be right hey. there for the for the little shindig that we have for your fortieth. It's going to be wicked. Uh yeah, a lot of um hard work searching 40, for that outdoor yeah. furniture because it's freaking expensive and it's just not worth mm. it. Looking at indoor at couches for a bit though, mate. Not just for me. No, <laughs> it's not just for you. I'm really you were, actually. Can you got, just though. keep it in this wrapper until I get? No, nah, I've already taken it. It's IKEA, no, mate. So no, if you don't, oh, if you, you said you, you've already said you've assembled it. Yeah, yeah. In this wrapper, you don't it's let never it gonna get assembled. <laughs> don't no let way. It sit in it. Okay. No, right. you got to get it out. It stresses me at being there, so I like it to to get out and get made. Um, 
And I guess a little reco. I've, I've watched that uh, Pepsi Where's My Jet on Netflix. It's worth it. Oh, yeah. You know I've what? I've been meaning to watch that. No, nah, don't watch it. Just listen to this because... You're just going to tell... I'll yeah, just say okay. what happened. Let's listen to you do it. It was this a good story, but it was do. basically four episodes of you things. getting you excited that Pepsi was going to have to make good and, and give uh, this guy a, a Harrier jet because he um, applied for it in this com- competition that they played, you know, right. you, you so they don't buy Pepsi, yeah, every, get yeah, shit. Was, yeah. Everyone has. Greg, I um, think everyone's hovered over it, but they've never actually watched it. <laughs> but you've exactly. watched it for us. I did watch it and it was really, <laughs> really disappointing to me. It, to be told in the end that uh, it didn't even really go to trial. They had a judge that oversaw the entire thing and and didn't even subpoena anyone. They didn't interview anybody. All they did was basically just say, look, um, yes, whilst this seems like it it really could be um, false or misleading, I think it is um, safe to say that this could have been seen as a joke and um, see this as a warning that they must always put disclaimers on and blah, 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 blah. Basically, the chick just seemed like she was writing for a, a law journal. And to this day, it's like a, a actual journal article that they use for contract litigation because it absolutely had flaws in it. There's no doubt that Pepsi should have given that guy a Harrier jet for it because it was a legitimate offer, 7 million Pepsi points, if you can get that to us. And then they started selling their Pepsi points. So he he gave them the money for it. It was like 700000 for like a $30 million, um Harrier jet. And they probably should have paid mm. up, but they didn't. That's the end of story. That's it. Oh, he got something though, right? No, nothing. He went through the courts. No, nah, went through the courts. They offered him some early, but then it all just went through the oh. courts. And then in the end, the judges went, no, nah, guess what? This. Uh, little boys can't fly jets. Case closed. <laughs> oh, that would have been a way better ruling. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch it. I <laughs> won't. Oh, Thank you very much. I started thinking about this really good, great Twilight Zone episode when you were talking about that. So um, <laughs> It made me think of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is good, isn't it? And I was like, should I explain that whole episode on this? Or like, probably not. No. All right. You're stepping <laughs> all over my distractions. And that's the end. Good stuff. Sorry. You can step on mine. Go, go right ahead. <laughs> oh, wait for my uh, So, yeah, yeah, right yeah whatever. No, no, right, no, right now. Right, right, right. All right, so I definitely watched Panthers Storm game tick on Friday night. The rest of I don't remember nothing else eventful on that night. So um, <laughs> check tick. Um, but Saturday, you know, like it was a lovely day. Um, I took that as a sign, and it certainly panned out. Oh, so nice. I went in getting a bit bit back into um Nerd Jake Pokemon going. And uh, but Pokemon Go, you know, part of it's walking around and um, enjoying outside. Oh, we watched the Pokemon travel, movie, traveling distances, Pikachu movie mm-hmm. that on Netflix. It's good. Oh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, Detective Pikachu was good. Watch yeah. that. Bit of a tearjerker. Yeah. What did you think at the end? <laughs> yeah, I liked Spoiler it. Spoiler alert: Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu. I mean, he voices him, but then <laughs> yeah. also he's in. He's in the, the end. But he's like, yeah, he's, uh, I guess um, where I'm actually, I'm actually in Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. They're not the same. I mean, Ryan Reynolds doesn't look a thing like the his who's meant to be the son in that, does he? No, nothing like it. <laughs> so what's up there? Oh, they just had to just do well. He's Ryan him. Reynolds. It has to be Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he got the gig. It's like well, it doesn't matter what race he is. I'm like, yeah, but you're trying to say that he's his dad anyway. <laughs> doesn't matter. Adopted. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. Um, Saturday, yeah, so played Pokemon Go in the sun, lovely. Met up with my friend Matt. Shout out if you're listening. You probably should be because um, we hung Probably out. should be. And um, <laughs> hit up the pub for a little oh, bit. Oh, nice. And then bit just of Pokemon Go in the, the pub. My just, street. Yeah. Just for a Saturday. And then we're in Melbourne. The line You've got start? a pub at the end of most streets. So That's you excellent. Can just, you can have a beer anyway. So were you there and was the Lions game going? Uh, we weren't watching the telly. Um, we were just talking. We were catching up and stuff. So we all right. Sports, you didn't even sports. know if the Lions but game was on. No, we knew it was on. We knew it was on. And um, 
I was actually like playing Pokemon in front of him. I was like, I'll be finished in just a second. <laughs> so <laughs> we didn't I didn't then whip out my phone or go watch the lines. <laughs> but he like he came over to watch the Warriors Broncos game because he is Kiwi, but also um I'm, I'm Maori. And um I will say this though, he's not like right into his footy, so he's just he very much passively was supporting them and it was really um he was more of a manly fan up until recently oh, he, he yeah. didn't really he wasn't a fan of them being bigots about the whole project he think oh good on him uh, good yeah. stand so for something he's, he's jumped off um their bandwagon which they don't really have a bandwagon he's no. jumped off being a manly supporter uh because he's from sydney um and you know embracing the was because up the was up the was <laughs> It's a proper movement. Jump on board, you know. Mm. <laughs> you actually have some skin in the game. Go for it. Bloody oath. Hey, you look, if someone's dropping a Sydney team and picking up the wires, I'm all about that. Oh, so, me too. Um, invite him over. We had some more drinks and uh, enjoyed ourselves and watched the game. Uh, obviously, um, at the start, he was loving life. And then slowly after that, um, he wasn't. But again, he was like, you guys are playing great and you, you deserve yeah. to win. And oh, wow. um and he said, and then Panthers are going to flog you. And I was like, fuck, no, they're not. No, they're, no, they're not. not. You no, bastard. We're going to take them on. We're the only team that can. Um, yeah, so, no, you know, just a bit of footy, a bit more footy chat there for you footy goers. That's why you're here anyway. Uh, but on Sunday, I didn't let my Sunday get in the way of my weekend, Greg. Good work. Or Monday. How do you call it? Do you say your Monday? Don't let your Monday get, take your Monday, Sunday. Take your Sunday. And I mm. didn't. Had a little Sunday sesh. Sunday sesh. Went, yeah, Sunday sesh. Went over to um, our friend Colour and Eli's where Eli uh, did a live DJ set. Oh, so sick. He, he does, um, he DJs on Twitch. So uh, I've spruiked him before, but once again, his DJ name is Magnet and the G is a nine. So that's easy enough to find, surely. Uh, and you can watch him on, on Twitch. He does... Uh, plays every Sunday on Twitch from 4.30 until 7. So, like, he played a two-and-a-half-hour set in, fr- in front of us, in front of people live on Twitch while we just kind of sat back and had some wine and cheese and uh, enjoyed the rest of the afternoon and evening. So, yeah. That is a definition of not letting your Monday take your Sunday. Well done. Reckon. Yeah. Reckon. We made it happen. We didn't even get over to their place, like, until 3.30. So, why oh, is that? just made something happen in the death of the day. Wow. That is so unlike you. (laughs) (laughs) It's incredible what what kind of things motivate you, Greg. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My distractions are never complete without a reco. This reco doesn't really need recommending. But if you haven't seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the TV series, Where Have You Been? Where You Been? 16 seasons now. Where You Been? Running live action. Where You Been? Where You Been? Where You Been? (laughs) <laughs> longest running live action sitcom they've just done it oh wow how many episodes i don't know what the previous one was oh i don't know it's more about seasons i think it's, oh how it's many like seasons a 16 wow and they've just been lot, hey yeah and they've just signed up for two more perhaps there was a time then where the show could have easily fallen apart and i knew nothing about it because um glenn howerton that plays dennis he left the show but like he's barely like is only a couple of episodes he's not in because the show kind of fell apart and it wasn't working. So then they had to get him back to just appear in it um, just to be Dennis. Cause all of them do writing, but he just wanted to stop everything. But then he came back just for the acting part of it. But um, yeah, it didn't take long before he was back in the team and writing with them all. And now he's, you know, definitely back with the crew, but um, I think he had COVID to thank for all that, you know, it just made people go back to what they <laughs> go back to the money, last no, doing. money pit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, really, really great. But yeah, if you don't know, always something in Philadelphia, where have you been? Where you been, <laughs> Greg? And um, the latest season is a lot of fun. I think it is the shortest season yet, unfortunately, at eight episodes, but you know, sometimes good things just, they have to have same thing happen to South Park, right? You barely get any South Park episodes in a season these days. So um, like six or something. That's that's, that's hectic. But uh, some real great standout standout episodes. Have you seen any yet, Greg? Yeah, I've seen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, have you seen season sixteen? Seen oh, else? none of season sixteen. No. Well, you can watch it on a streaming platform. Then I know you have, and um, yeah. Get, it, get amongst it then. So it is a record. It's out, Greg. 
Watch it. Writing it down <laughs> now. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't remember like, you know, if I speak about any, it'd be fun if you had seen one, cause then we could be like, Oh, that one. And it would be at least good cannon fodder, but no, it isn't. Oh, so for yeah. you. sorry, <laughs> just watch it. That's it for distractions. Couchy. Let's wrap up the show. Oh, oh my God. I got to pack my bags, Greg. I'm leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> Well, it's the end of the couch commentator. Now it's time to say see you later. That's right, Greg. Now it's time to say see you later. Y'all come back now. You hear? Yeehaw. Hopefully after we win the grand final. We'll be back. That would be amazing. If we are catching up, Jake, after a grand final win, like live Mm. together, Love. <laughs> the energy will be ridiculous. Can we do that? Are you yeah. taking your laptop away? I'm going to take my laptop away. And we record on Monday. Yeah. Mm, we'll have to find somewhere to do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll sort it. You're in the hotel room and you'll just knock on my door and do it at 9 a.m. Nah. We'll have to check out. No, nah, we could do it at Liam's place. We'll just pick a room there. All right. All right. Everyone's listening, Greg. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by uh, this podcast. Uh, be sure to check out at the Couch Commentator, our Instagram handle, and be sure to go to your podcast listener of choice and smash the um, like button or something. No, you want to do your notifications so you know when our episode comes out because that's the best when you get those little pop-ups. Reminds you that we're still doing this thing week to week and we love it. We do love it. Um, but, yeah. I guess, obviously, the story is that we're going to the grand final and that's the hundredth time you've said it. Actually, make a great drinking game, this podcast, every time we say that. Would. You'd be pretty messed up. You'd be blind. You have to say every time the other one says it too. You know, it's not just blind on Saturday night. I just kept drinking. I just kept drinking. And by the start of the game, I was already on the scotches. So by Mm. halftime, I was loose. You know, the, the term being blind drunk comes from people used to brew their own spirits but not know how to do it, and there's a process in it that you can literally, um, when you drink this poorly made alcohol, you can even make you go blind. Wow. Because, yeah. That didn't yeah. happen to me. No. That's where it comes from. <laughs> anyway, weird ending to the show. Most importantly, go the bloody Broncos. We're going to go do the it. Broncos. Come on, Couchies. Wheel us home. <laughs> we can do it. Brisbane Broncos. Let's I never go. wish anything bad against anybody, but I hope something horrible happens to one of the Panthers players. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say which one. Drum law. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're clearly delirious. Let's leave it there. Talk to you next week.